Now, you're listening to the God Chasers Podcast, hosted by the homie Brinson. You God chasing or not? We chase God. We chase God. We chase God. You know what it is when you see us coming. Force in the darkness, they be running. Bring it up, ain't no games, we own something. I chase God. We chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? We chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? We chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? I chase God. You go chasing on that Episode 186 If you're now in tune to the freshest 30 minutes in podcast land The God Chasers podcast Talking all things Christian hip-hop Playing the hottest music And encouraging those who have a heart for ministry In ministry, entrepreneurs and kingdompreneurs This podcast is for you Go to ironbrinson.com Sign up on the email list And stay up to date with everything God Chasers Entertainment And you can get a copy of my book 10 Things Every Christian Hip-Hop Artist Should Know Which is also on Amazon And this podcast is powered by Patreon Go to patreon.com backslash Godchasers G-O-D-C-H-A-S-E-R-Z And become a supporter of the podcast If you love this content Make sure you follow me on social media Godchasers on Instagram And I am Brentson on Twitter And if this episode bless you Go to iTunes, leave a 5 star rating And a comment I want to give a shout out to all my people in Jacksonville, Boston, Denver San Jose, Seattle, Wichita, Tampa, Chicago, Greensboro, Honolulu is in the house, Oklahoma City, Charlotte, Memphis, Washington, Houston, Anchorage, Alaska, and all my friends abroad in Ethiopia is in the house, Mexico, Ghana, Canada, Libya, Nigeria, Spain, Ireland, Japan, Pakistan, Germany, Taiwan, Singapore, Moldova, France, Russia, Greece. Thank you so much for tuning in. We got a great show for you this week. We're not going to prolong the time. We got a serious dope interview And we just gonna jump right into it You got chasing and all Allow me to reintroduce my, myself This is God Chasers Entertainment God Chasers Entertainment Bring in that heat Whoa. The heat just keeps coming That's gospel mix too If you still ain't feeling Christian hip hop Feel that right there Right there Let's go You just a hater What's with you? You been drinking some of that hater aid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tuned into the freshest 30 minutes in podcast land, the God Chases podcast in over 100 countries. Ladies and gentlemen, this week, the returning monster of the film industry is here. He he was here before to talk about his film. Now. He's here to talk about the reactions of the film, the premiere of the film. One of the essential films of Christian rap. And we're going to dive into it. He's not only a producer, he's a filmmaker. And most importantly, he's a man of God, a man of faith. And when you see this film, you're going to see blood, sweat, faith, and tears in this film. He's taught the legends. He's worked with legends. And now he's making the legendary trail in the film industry. My guest this week, Darius West. What's cracking, my brother? What's going on, man? I'm I'm listening to you talk like, who are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Man, last time you was here, you talked about mic drop. Yes, yes. And... You you was just you was like it's coming it's coming it's coming now it's here yes and 
for for people who don't know or didn't get to catch that that episode give them a, a synopsis of what mic drop is about yeah mic drop is really a a reach back into the history and culture of Christian hip hop, hip hop in its in its inception, you know, you know, back with Stephen Wiley, Mike P, PID, SFC, uh, the main four that, uh, that started in the mid to early early eighties, and it really chronicles the the struggle, you know, creating the foundation, them being the trailblazers of what we see today that is now prevalent. You know, back then it wasn't prevalent. There was no industry. There was no labels, you know, signing up these guys because they weren't really doing it for label and money. They was doing it because they felt a call to do it. You know, Dynamic Twins, DOC, you know, all these guys, Gospel Gangsters, they had the opportunity to create something great. And I'll, I'll use Fred Lynch, he says a lot he says what they did back then is create uh shoulders for these guys now to stand on and so that's that's what this film is really about really establishing that and really voicing that those those tears and that blood and sweat and that struggle for christian hip-hop to be what it is today yeah and and it's interesting because as a as a christian hip-hop label owner and my label, God Chases, we're about to celebrate 15 years of, of ministry, right? And Congratulations. See, appreciate it, brother. And seeing these brothers talk and speak about what they had to go through, it made me so thankful for this film to, because I can reflect and be like, my struggles, I didn't have to go through that. To wow. get where I, my struggle is different, but what they had to go through, you had to be built a certain way for that. You had to be called in yes. a certain way. It, it wasn't like they kicked down the door for, for me. What I saw was they built the door, mm, then opened awful. the door. Then opened it up. <laughs> because when they built the door, people were still trying to keep it closed. Exactly. And, and 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 I think this was such a powerful story to be told. What what was the scene that didn't make it that you had to cut that was like this personally meant the most to you? Mm. That's a good question. Man, I gotta really think about that. <laughs> Something that didn't make it into the film. Um, man, I, man, I could say there, there's quite a few moments that we weren't able to put in the film because of, uh, you know, creative differences, uh, you know, what other, uh, people that we interviewed, you know, their stories. Cause I think every, I, I believe everyone has a story to tell and everyone's process is different. And I think if we understand that we, we all are a piece of the puzzle that fits into this story, you know, cause there are tons of people that still today we would love to interview, you know, uh, I, I would have loved to interview, uh, Gigi and, and, um, and her mom about D boy, you know, you know, so, but we had opportunity to, to interview Tim Miner who, you know, D boy worked with and he, him and Jimmy Kempner, you know, he was a, a labor owner at forefront and, and uh, the opportunity to, for them to tell us their story about D-Boy. But it would have been great to have Gigi, 
you know, to tell it and uh, Debo's mom to tell it. But, you know, just people wasn't available or what have you. People wasn't filming us at that time because like, who are these people just trying to interview us? You know, that kind of thing. So just moments like that. But, you know, praise God, we've we we're in a position now to where we we have people like Gigi that we work with. And, you know, I've spent quite a bit of time with in Dallas. You know, her just even being in the studio with us in Dallas, you know, seeing me do some mixing stuff in the film. And uh, so, you know, that's one of the things I believe that when I think about it, like, man, I really wish we had that moment, you know. Uh, so I heard a D-Boy from one of my favorite Christian rap artists, Core Red. So for the people who never heard of D-Boy and, and you featured him in the film with clips, let let people know who who D-Boy is. Yeah, D-Boy was the very first Puerto Rican Christian hip hop artist. He was a pioneer. He he, he came out in 92 uh, in the forefront and also Holy Taylor Records with uh, Tim Miner, Jimmy Kibner. And D-Boy was was murdered uh, at the the height of his, really the height of his, the success of his first album and his second album was just being released. Matter of fact, I believe the night before his release party is when he got murdered. And you know, and his mother, and himself, and their family—they were uh, very involved in street ministry in Dallas. You know, working with gangs and you know, young people off the streets. And so, some of that just came back and, and you know, uh, affected their lives by the murder of D Boy. And I remember being in, I was living in Tulsa at the time. I remember hearing the news, man, and it shocked, it shocked the Christian hip hop world. Cause you gotta remember back then, it was only a handful of groups, you know, in 92, you talking about like PID, SFC, D-Boy, you know, Stephen Wiley, Mike Pease, uh, possibly even E-Rock. It was really, man, le maybe less than, you know, 20 groups. So when you hear about that, it, 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 it rang, you know, very powerful within the genre and, made people rethink about what they really want to do. Are you really called to do this? You know, will you, will you give your life for this? And back then they would. And that's why Christian hip hop is still here today. You said you have, and I think that that should resonate with us just as Christians. Yes. Are you ready to give your life to this? Steven died, got stoned for this. Mm -hmm. He lost his life for this. And, and this it's such a a tremendous testimony of who uh, D-Boy was because when I heard Corrette talk about him on his record, he was like, he was murdered for Jesus, taking kids out of the gangs and bringing them to church. And it's, it's such a, it's such a great, a great part of Mike Drop film. And we're not going to give away any of the film, you know, unless Darius say stuff, but I, <laughs> you know, you know, I got a chance to to, to have an exclusive view on it. And it was so impressive, so challenging as a Christian because it's going to challenge your faith. It's going to challenge your thinking. It's going to make you appreciate um, this tool that we call Christian rap because you hear from the stories of the pioneers who came and just had these amazing stories and um when when you when let's talk about this this premiere that you had yes talk about it let's let when it happened how were you feeling what was the feeling of these were the first eyes to see it and what was the response 
Well, uh, yeah, you, you talk about the Nashville premiere in October. Yes, Nashville. Uh, it was it was basically the artists in the film industry people. We capped it at a hundred people. So, uh, and it was a private event. And the scene was going across my mind. I was like, man, I hope they like this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, just like you know, because uh, you know, you just never know. Of course, we've been we've been working on this since 2015, 2016. But until people actually see it, you know, you don't really know how well it is. You know, because I've I've seen it. You know. I've seen thousands of hours of this, you know, just being in front of the computer, editing, filming, and just, you know, working with my team. So you can kind of lose track of how powerful it is. But I would say this, a Levesta White, uh, a lot of you guys may know him. He's a producer. Produced out of Dallas or, or Texas, right? He's out of Houston. Houston, shout out to yeah. him. He, he's, he's super dope. Super I work dope. with him, super dope. Yeah, so he, he did the music and mix, mixing for the film. Uh, so months before the, the premiere in Nashville, I was in Houston, I mean, Austin, I'm sorry, he's in Austin, in Austin, Texas with Levester, and he was just watching the film Raw Dog before we did any mixing, added music, you know, the whole shebang, and he just watched it. He was there in the studio in Austin, February 2020, this is like maybe a month or so before the pandemic hit, and he watched it, and he was crying. I was like, mm. bro, you all right? You, you good? It's like, no, bro. You see, yeah, I'm good, but you just don't know how impactful this this movie is, you know. I'm like, he's, I'm watching this and I'm listening, he's, and he's crying. So he, he's, he's like, man, this is probably the top three. I'm a documentary head. This for me, this is probably like top three on my list. I'm like, really? I said, we haven't even mixed this. We haven't even put no music or nothing. He's like, dude, it's that good. I'm like, oh, okay. So you know, so you still have that like, well, okay, that's cool. So in Nashville, I had that same thought, like, man, I hope these guys really love it, and. It, 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 people were like, man, this was amazing. You know, uh, my boy um, uh, Ryan Lamar, he was there. He, he came to the premiere in Nashville, and you know, him as, as a director, producer extraordinaire. I'm thinking like, man, I really want to hear, hear, you know, hear his critique. And he said, bro, everybody in the Christian music industry need to sit down, watch this, and take notes. I was like, wow, okay. So it's facts. It's yeah. facts. It's facts. So the response was overwhelming for me. My, my, it was the first. <laughs> I wouldn't let my wife watch the movie until the premiere. <laughs> you know, so, so she had an opportunity to watch it firsthand. She was like, "Oh my god, babe!" You know, I was like, "Okay, cool." So we got something here. I felt like we had something. So, so that kind of uh, helped helped me really, you know, work with my my rep at Warner, Michael Anthony Taylor. We went went back and just critique all the things that you want just from watching it and you know went back in did this that, and the other and now you know uh it's back in the warner's hand and we're ready to do this premiere in nashville and move forward i mean the, uh, the premiere in dallas in june and yes forward. yes we're gonna talk about that yes. but i i have i have a uh a question yes and i need you to be as honest as possible <laughs> i'll try is soup the chemist the goat Bro, bro, <laughs> man, he is the goat. Is he Soup is, the Chemist the goat? He is the Dr. Dre of Christian hip hop, and I've, I've I've always said that, and that's why for us, you know, the thing is, I I um shot Soup's interview, I think it was early sometime in 2016, and we was changing the name from one name into another name to mic drop it was changing some 
business entities and stuff. And I, I still was getting trying to get his release to, to use his interview. And it was kind of like the 11th hour. It was like, uh, man, 2019? No, 2018. I, I hit him up. I hit up um, Wiley, all these people. I said, man, we need... We need y'all to release this so we can make this happen. And it was it was Wiley, Soup, and someone else. It was three people on the list. And and Soup came through for me. Wiley came through for me. I was like, thank you, because it couldn't be what it is today without Wiley and Soup. Yes. And and so that was that was imperative. So yeah, he is the GOAT man. That's why we're so excited to have him like headlining this concert. In, in Dallas for the premiere, him and PID, you know, Dynamic Twins, man, just talking to them on the phone for the past couple of days and how excited they are. They bringing their family. Mm. You know, these pioneers are like, well, you know, Michael Peace flying in from New York, DOC, they're bringing the whole, they get the crew back together for this event. Mm. DOC, they're coming in from Nashville and just like, you know, man, this is, and when I, when I sit back and look, I'm like, man, this is crazy. This never happened. This is the first time these guys are actually coming together as pioneers and doing something together on stage. So it's it's mind blowing what God will honor and do, you know, without our permission. And cause we can't really see what he has in front of us. We just kind of stay faithful and do what he what he's asked of us. Yeah. Yes, yes. And, and another another big part for me, um, I I teared up when when I saw uh the gospel gangsters talking. Mm. Talk, talk, talk about filming Mr. Solo and what his legacy means for Mike Drop the movie. Man, I I remember to this day, I did a lot in 2016. Um, Solo and and, and Chili Baby, they came to Burbank. I was living in Burbank at the time, downtown Burbank. You know, it was me, my daughter. I think my daughters may have been with me too. And you can imagine, you know, the, these uh, hood guys, you know, gospel gangsters, myself, we walking down the streets of downtown Burbank, everybody, you know, all these people looking at, oh my God, who is that? Who are these guys over here? And so <laughs> I, I literally recorded, I recorded them like maybe three, 400 feet from the film school I went to. So every interview was like outside because I, I wanted the outside element for them because I feel like these guys were street. I kind of want to have that street you know, vibe. Yeah, I, w- I want to hear the sounds of the cars. I want to hear the sounds of whatever's happening to, to authenticate the fact that this is these are the guys from the street. So it was, it was, it was, uh, it was powerful for me, man, just seeing that. But now seeing it and looking at it now that he's gone, it's just even more impactful because his, his legacy, just like D Boy, man. Those guys are like, man, we doing this because we called to do it, man. We doing it. We gonna we gonna keep pushing. We gonna Whatever God say, you go over here to the hood, to these projects, or to these this crack house, we going because it ain't about us. It's about the kingdom of God, and that's that's the legacy that Solo and also Chili Baby, who's actually going to be uh, performing on such a concert as well. That's what they that's what they thrive on, man. And that you know, Soup was their mentor. 
you know, Soup brought them mm. in, man. Mm. Soup was that mentor. He taught them the game, man. They talk about that in the documentary. I think you probably yeah. saw that. Yeah, yeah. And man, yeah, Soup taught them the game. So, you know, the legacy is connected to Soup. Uh, you know, a deep boy, gospel gangsters, a lot of these guys, Fred and PID, the things they had to go through. Man, I'm excited for people to see these stories like you saw and just kind of be amazed by what so, God has done. I, it was super, it was super encouraging, not just because I'm in the Christian rap uh, ministry, but it was encouraging because I'm a Christian. Yes. It's, it's encouraging because you see these guys feel the call of God walk it out through adversity to reach people using the tool of Christian hip hop and I think this to me this is one of the most important films Christians should see Be, mainly because it's, it's talking about over overcoming adversity being called by God working out your calling and seeing the behind the scenes of when you walk step out on faith so yes. i i think mike drop is not it's to me it's not about the music to yes. me it's about the the great commission and the evangelism of the gospel used in a different vehicle that's why i believe this film is important and i just i i want people to if you're not in Dallas, I want you to drive to Dallas. I want you to fly to Dallas. I want you to go to this premiere if, if there's still tickets. Um, oh, yeah. What, what, well, let's talk about how can people see it in in Dallas for the premiere. Let's. When is it? How much is it? How can they get it? And and if and if and if I if I can sponsor if the God Chases <laughs> podcast can sponsor a, a ticket, how can we yes. do it? Yeah. Um, well, the tickets is is. $36 is in Dallas, Texas on Juneteenth, June 19th, Saturday, June 19th, uh, 7 p.m. Doors open at 6.30. Uh, one way you can uh, get the tickets is we, we do have a poster floating around right now on uh, on Facebook and also Instagram on all of our platforms where you can scan the QR code because the web link is so long, it'll take forever to kind of explain to you what it is. But I, I can, uh, you know, I think we send that to you, but they can go to Mike Drop, uh, uh, Mike Drop the movie, at Mike Drop underscore the movie on Instagram, on Facebook, you can go to Mike Drop the Culture of Christian Hip Hop, uh, that on Facebook, and you can scan the QR code on that poster, take you straight to the ticket link for the Granada Theater, it's at the Granada Theater, June 19th, uh, it's a famous place, you know, Billy Eilish performed there, a lot of people have performed there, so it's a great venue for this event, and so we're uh, we're expecting up to about 300 people, you know, so, you know, the tickets are selling pretty fast, so if you want to do it, you, you get on it. You got to get on it. got to get on it, and, uh, and we've had some people uh, sponsor some tickets, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Lady J., just hit me up the other day. She, her, and her husband bought two tickets just to uh, give to somebody that that could uh, want to go because they're not able to come. So it's been, you know, uh, things like that that we see people are really supporting and behind us and really see our heart for what we want to do with this film. If if you're if you're in the Dallas area or around it and you want to uh, see this movie, if you email me at podcast at godchasers.com we gonna make it happen today. We're gonna make it. If you the first first person to hit me 
you getting two tickets. That's how we're gonna. That's how we're gonna wow. get down. So wow. Before before we we let you go, Darius, we got to talk about something for the kingdompreneurs, for the people who are making documentaries, mini docs, uh, films in the the Christian hip hop vein. What are some of the the keys that you can give pre post promotion? Because I think I think making it is a challenge when it's done, the post-production and then promoting it. What are the things, the, the most important things that you've learned on this journey with Mike Drop the Movie? Uh, number one is planning. Um, they, they say 70, 75 percent of most films don't make it because they lose money in post-production. Because most people think you need to spend all your money in production. Then when it comes down to actually, you know, making the movie, telling the story, they run out of money. And I think that's, that happened a lot with documentaries who attempted to do uh, uh, on Christian hip hop is that your pre-planning is everything. Your budget is everything. You need to know how to budget for uh, production and post-production, especially in post-production, because that's where it's going to either live or die in post-production and uh and be connect and make sure you have a team that that believes in your vision because that's the pre-planning is really setting the vision uh, before your team and the people you want to connect with so you can move forward and i think that's important uh but for me it's just all planning because there there are going to be pitfalls there are going to be times you're going to run into obstacles and you have to, uh, you know, replan some things. But if you're if you have a foundation in your planning, you can always move some things around. Because we, we experienced that with the uh, mic drop. We've had to stop production. We've had to re redo some things, renegotiate. But if your vision is sure, and you and you know and you know that God has called you to do this, nothing can stop you. You just have to be persistent and consistent, and know that you have a purpose for doing this. Mm, mm, mm. And, and what about what about marketing? Marketing. Oh, well, you got to find a good PR, man. <laughs> you got to got to connect you with the market because we, we, we've been through that, that, you know, we went through two PR companies before we found the right one. And, uh, and they're in Nashville core PR and burning ground entertainment. So they're great. It's just about finding people who, of course, uh, attached to what, what God's called you to and have a heart for it and wants to support you. And, you know, cause, Everybody's going to charge, but you got to find people who want to charge, but also want to uh, uh, push your vision, you know, because then the charging is not th the main thing. It's about what they want to do for your vision that becomes the, the, the criteria. So, you know, that's the only thing is really finding the right people to really push your vision in, in, in public relations for sure, because that connects you to marketing. And you heard it here first. Listen, everybody, we don't have a lot of quality Christian hip hop films. And with that being said, when we get one, we need to support that one. Amen. So every time you see Mike drop, I want you to retweet it. I want you to put it on Instagram. I need you to buy tickets. If, if, if you're in there, if you know somebody in Dallas, buy them a ticket and send them to this movie. If you know somebody unsaved in Dallas, 
buy a ticket for them and send them to this movie send this because they're not only going to have a premiere of the movie they're going to have a concert and what i know about these pioneers when they get together it's going to be about jesus it's going to be about souls and it's going to be an impactful time so if you want to see a life-changing movie experience a life-changing concert support this premiere anytime you see mic drop you support it darius how can people uh get in contact with you Man, you can follow me at Darius West on Instagram, Darius West on Facebook. And of course, we have at Mike Drop underscore the movie on Instagram is also Ergon Entertainment, E-R-G-O-N Entertainment on Instagram as well. So I'm always there and just posting, posting away, man. This is Darius West. This your man, Brinson. You got chasing a novel. I still write my own rhyme, pinky finger with the ink smudges As a kid I never wonder where Amanda went But still I'm here and struggle with abandonment The walls are down, I'm here right now I forgive all my foes, the so-called clowns My hurt was Godchasers.com baby Make sure you subscribe to the Godchasers podcast 